Welcome to SaaS Blast, accelerating your financial journey. I'm Carla McRae, and I'm the host. Today's episode, we're going to chat about revenue and software as a service organizations. This is our kickoff episode. It seems like boring stuff, but it's actually the really, really important stuff for you to understand in your financial journey. I want to start today just talking about software as a service organizations, companies that we use in our lives. Netflix, Adobe, Microsoft, Instagram, right? These organizations that offer some sort of service in a cloud-hosted environment, and they're not delivering tangible products to us like a manufacturer would. Now, there's differences of how we recognize revenue in these particular companies. And the reason why is because most of these organizations are subscription-based in their revenue models. They're not delivering a tangible product to you. So this makes revenue recognition a critical aspect to discussing in the accounting application within this industry. I want to use PlayStation 5 as an example. It was a hot Christmas item this year. Many of the the kids out there, the gamers, wanted this system. And they offer a particular software model or, or model to access their service called PS Plus. Now, they offer this at $17.99 for a one-month subscription. Or you can pay for 12 months all up front for $159.99. Now, if you do the simple math on that, $17.99 a month each month for 12 months, $215.88. If you actually pay the 12 months up front at the $159.99, you're actually saving $59.89, which is a pretty substantial savings if you think about it. But you know what? Have you ever wondered why these companies create this option? Why these companies sell these to the consumer? And there's a couple reasons for that. So we're going to talk through this a little bit. So the first couple are predictable revenue. And that's really just understanding and knowing what your revenue is going to be for the year. If you know what your revenue is going to be for the year, it helps you on your decision-making paths when you're deciding on growth or expansion or uh, adding another developer to the team, for instance. Um, It's a cash flow improvement tool. You have your cash up front, which is super, super beneficial in a rapid growth situation. It reduces churn. It's a common industry term we hear, but all that really means is that it's you know, customers leaving over a certain period of time. And customers are less likely to change if you get their money up front, right? And that also leads to reduced customer acquisition cost, known as CAC, and increases your lifetime value or your LTV. We'll talk about those in future episodes at a little bit more length. But getting back to the reasons why they do this, cost savings is another beneficial thing here. If I've got to initiate an invoice 12 times a year, charge a customer's credit card, and then account for it in my accounting software, that's way more work than doing it just all at once. And this, of course, is assuming you have a good revenue recognition software project program in place. Now, how are the companies really impacted behind the scenes with these when you choose one month versus an annual subscription? Revenue is not recognized all at once in these situations. So back to our PS5, PS Plus subscription, if we're charging the $159.99 upfront for the 12 months, the software as a service company does not get to record all $159.99 that they just collected from you in January, as an example. They actually have to take that $159.99 and they have to spread it over the period of time that they're providing you the service. 
So an annual subscription would be over a 12-month period. And then, of course, if you divide the $159.99 into a 12-month period, it's $13.33 per month. That's what the company is actually recognizing in their revenue on their financial statements. This is also known as the concept of deferred revenue. This gets a little bit more complicated and complex and probably not the right place to talk about it in this particular episode, but it's important to understand the differences that you have from a company shipping a tangible product. So it's important for SaaS companies, why? Why do SaaS companies need to be aware of these things or accounting for these things in this manner? There's a couple key points that I wanna make sure are pushed through here. First is accuracy of the financial statements. It really reflects the economic reality of the company's transactions. Let's say all we're charging is annual subscriptions and everything happens in January. That means all the cash flow is coming in at that particular period of time, and we have to survive on the cash for the rest of the year. It provides predictability and stability. This is a valued point to investors. They really want to see reliability in your financial statements. So if you're entertaining, accessing additional capital, private equity funding, this is an important factor. It really helps identify how the company monetizes its services or, for instance, makes money. And then it helps drive actual financial metrics that aren't flopping and flowing all over the place. If you get all $159.99 for the year and you record it all in January, your metrics are going to look really odd. Maybe really great in January, maybe terrible in December. It's a good indicator of your customer retention because a well-implemented revenue recognition strategy aligns with the delivery of value to customers over time. This is crucial for retaining and upselling to an existing customer. And probably the most important reason why SaaS companies should record the revenue in this way is just overall credibility within your financial statements. I hope today I've provided you a little bit of insight into revenue recognition. And of course, if you have any questions, you can reach us at sasblastjourney.com. That's S-A-A-S blastjourney.com. 